Hallelujah. Amen. <sighs> Get to a place in the Father where all you care about is what the Father cares about. And that's souls. How are you going to reach souls that are all bottled up in boxes and messed up on the magic arts and are absolutely clueless and just lost and just trained by devils for their whole lives thinking it's Christianity. And that's exactly how it is. The only way that the wife, the wife of Jesus and the bride of Christ is going to birth the Son of God as if people begin ministering the glory so strongly that it melts the hardness of heart and springs begin to burst forth from the members of the bride's bellies. It's one thing to have fire insurance. It's another thing to have your mind renewed. That's where you grieve the Holy Spirit. That's where you really really grieve the spirit of glory when he just wants to renew your mind and we're not willing to renew our mind which is transfigure we're not willing to change and it's kind of like they just go away you know you know they got something better to do than to do what God wants to do and they go around the mountain and they experience the wilderness another season and maybe we'll see you next year, maybe we'll see you in five years, but several hundred we've never seen again and died by snake bites in the wilderness. And I don't think there's many more laps around the mountain. I tell you what, there's a place where you're sealed in the bridegroom's chambers and there's a place that's coming. They mess around with the Holy of Holies and the love of the Father, trying to melt your hearts with unconditional love, just weeping over you every day. Everything the Father has to raise you from the dead, and you're not willing to rise from the dead, and you cling to fears, and you cling to snakes. And it's like, are you going to harden your heart unto death? That is the question for many Christians right now. Are you going to harden your heart unto death and die in the wilderness? not willing to embrace this next wave of God and this next move of God that's not religious at all, that's the spirit of Elijah taking the high places, taking the heavenly places, taking the second heavens, begin moving by chariots of fire. I mean, it's so sick, the condition that people come to us in, that that's literally like their Christianity. They've been trained by devils. They're so bound up, they're so bottled up, they're so boxed in their mind that it's almost like they've been discipled in the spirit of unbelief. And if it weren't so, I'd just be so excited about it. But, I mean, it's exactly the situation here on planet Earth. Exactly the situation. There's a discipleship of faith and there's a discipleship of unbelief. And I know there's a remnant here of Elijah. It's not just Red Letter Ministries. I've... You know, we know what God's doing in all the world, and, you know, not perfectly, but I, I can see what God's doing in every nation. You know, I'm not saying I have perfect vision, that I'm a perfect prophet, but Jesus is, and Jesus lives in me. You know? I mean, my God, He lives in us. He's given us His eyes. There's no reason to be blind. 
We've purchased ISAF, you know, decades ago, and we have the ability to see by the Holy Spirit. So you can see where people are at. There's no blindness. You know, this ain't blind leading the blind. This ain't religion. This ain't Jezebel. This ain't just guessing games. This is the kingdom of heaven. This is the throne of God and the Lamb. And this is the river of life that saves you from hell. That saves you from religious hell. Hell is a religious place. Hell is a place of scarabs. Hell is a place of religion. <laughs> and hell is a place of torment under a spirit of condemnation. How many of y'all know that you're coming out of hell? Hell isn't a place where you go and you die. That's the place you're born in of the flesh and must be born again to come out of hell while you're breathing and walking on planet earth. That's what Jesus said. It's not a place you go and you die. It's a place you're already in before you die. And religion prepares you for hell. Jezebel prepares you for hell. The magic arts are the sorceries of the kingdom of hell. And the greatest deception of all time is practicing the magic arts of Jezebel and thinking it's Christianity. That's truly the great tribulation. That's truly the great awakening. That's truly the last wave of God coming out of Jezebel's magic arts into the spirit of Elijah, going up in a whirlwind, a chariot of fire, going up, going higher, just loosing the chains of wickedness that have ensnared you into the natural realm by the false prophet Jezebel. The false prophet Jezebel. I mean, you don't even know what deception is until you become a prophetic people. You don't. The evangelicals oftentimes are much safer, much, much safer than getting into the supernatural stuff because when you start becoming prophetic, like the Church of Revelation, you can easily go astray in false prophetics. What are the false prophetics? Beginning, beginning to prophesy by the natural light instead of the glory light of the springs and rivers out of your belly. A people that are bewitched yet prophetic. Wow. A bewitched prophetic people of Jezebel. The greatest enemies of Christ of all time. It's true, there is no greater enemy than being trained in the magic arts of Jezebel and thinking that you're prophetic because it's all prophylying continuously. You gotta understand, these are like the days of Elijah. In the days of Elijah, there were 600 prophets of Baal to every one Elijah. That's what the Bible says. That is the ratio right now of false to true. I mean, my God, do you understand the refinement it takes to become a prophet? I mean, and you can't choose to be a prophet. God chooses you. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, prophet, I knew you. And these people want to sign up for it to make money. These people want to sign up to be prophets, to have a magic show, to ooh and awe people by their accuracy. In the book of Acts, there were soothsayers following the Apostle Paul, and everything they said was 100% accurate all the time. They'd never even lied. How many of y'all know that Satan, when he tempted Eve, didn't even lie? Told her the truth, 
but it was the truth of the dead letter. It was the truth that didn't have life in it, which is the greatest lie of all time. Prophetics that don't build up your spirit. Prophetics that don't build upon the solid rock. That's all shifting sand. False prophetics of the soul realm. That's what we're warring against. We're warring against Jezebel here by the spirit of Elijah. And the war rages in the heavens. And we have 60,000 chariots of fire. And it's an utter massacre. It's just so sad every day how few our numbers are. And how low the tolerance is for true prophetic ministry in America and in the world. And then you'll have the false prophets with 20,000 people. You know? So someone's got to raise the standard. Someone's got to pour that Mount Carmel sauce on their brains. Give them a Holy Ghost Prozac smoothie. You know? Let them get into the fruitfulness of their own womb. <laughs> Let them birth Jesus from within. You could be a member of the Whore of Babylon. You could be a member of the false prophet Jezebel. You could be a worldly, carnal Christian following familiar spirits in your soul realm your entire life, and God's still not angry at you, even though you've been in Satan's armory, army your entire Christian lives, which is, which is the case accurately for most Christians in the entire world. The majority. That's true. Not the minority. The majority. 600 to 1. Because you haven't been trained on the solid rock. You're not God inside-minded. You're God outside-minded. He's like out there in space flying around on a planet or something. It's not even New Covenant Christianity. It's not. It's bewitchment. Having begun in the springs from your belly, you're going to finish by the ability of your brain in the natural realm of something these false Holy Spirits lead you around and telling you they're the Holy Spirit. The majority... 601, follow false Holy Spirits. How do you know? You know by the fruit. Every single day I watch people log in and immediately condemn and immediately judge and immediately blaspheme the glory of God. Every single day of broadcasting for 11 years. Not a day goes by that I don't feel the Holy Spirit grieved within me because of the blasphemy coming out of the bewitched Christians that don't test the fruit, that don't test the spirit, that are full of the accuser of the brethren and are self-righteous hypocrites. It's a strong word of repentance because we've been on Satan's side. Satan is an angel of light that deceives, and we think we're on Jesus' side. Jesus is in your belly only as springs and rivers. That's what the Bible teaches. But almost none of you even have realized Jesus coming out of your own bellies with springs and rivers. That's how dire the situation is of Jezebel's bewitchment. I mean, you could not emphasize it enough of how bewitched these people are and how desperately you need to wake up and realize the glory of Christ in you. Colossians 1.27 There is no other salvation. In fact, if you begin in the Spirit and then finish in the flesh, there remains no sacrifice for your sins. And Scripture says that makes you twice dead. That's dying the second death. You got born again and went back into the flesh and trampled your, your own spiritual regenerated abilities underfoot. And I have watched hundreds of people do that. Hundreds. 
saying, no, I'm not going to develop my spirit anymore. I'm going to go and make money in Babylon. You're twice dead. Come back to the rock that is Christ in you today and let rivers and springs come out of your bellies. Return to the rock of your salvation and drink the springs from your own bellies. Return to God living in the midst of you with all your mind, with all your soul. Come out of all the witchcraft of Babylon and enter the kingdom of heaven with all your soul. It's time to come home. It's time to bring your minds into the glory dimension. See, the glory dimension is a hundredfold more severe than just what you get away with and maybe I can change in the inner court. See, the higher you are in the glory, the greater the severity. You know what I mean? I mean, you get into the heights of where the cherubims are, I mean, you fall from that level, you're just like Satan. And I've seen many fall from that level. Oh my goodness, this is no joke. This is life and death on every word. This is the kingdom of heaven. People are making decisions in these moments of time, these kairos moments, that will turn their life towards heaven or hell, blessing or destruction. And don't water it down because it is exactly the truth. These are Kairos moments. I mean, I'm feeling the realm of the Father's desperation to pull people out of the realm of the dead into the glory dimension so strongly today. And it's just, these people's hearts are so hardened. It's like, instead of the kingdom of heaven in their belly, there's a black box in their belly. And they carry Saturn's cube. They carry the kingdom of hell within them, the religious devil within them, and they swear to God on the Bible backwards and forwards that they're carrying Jesus and that they're Christians, but the spirit thereof is the religious spirit and not the Holy Spirit. Check the fruit. (laughs) Are you being led around by false Holy Spirits pretending to be the Holy Spirit? Jesus said that would happen and that even the elite could be deceived in the book of Jude. But he said, don't worry, because all you got to do is check the love and check the joy, check the peace. You know, the source of the message will be clear by the rivers and the springs of glory. The great shepherd will lead them to the springs of the waters of life, it is written. I mean, only Jesus Christ can do that, and we're the body of Jesus Christ. So these people that are the embodiment of Satan, pretending to be pastors, pretending to be apostles and prophets, evangelists and teachers, you'll know by if the river of the red dragon's coming out of their belly and they got a black box in their belly, or if the river of life is coming out of their belly and they got the kingdom of heaven and it's called the gold cube, 1,500 square miles in the book of Revelation just so we're sound doctrine, we read the Bible and believe the Bible. Hell is a box. Break the box. Break the religious box. Heaven is a box. That's the box you're trying to get everyone's mind into, and they're always resisting the Holy Spirit. Those are the kingdoms of hell and the kingdoms of heaven, the two trees in the garden today. Choose which kingdom you will carry in your spiritual stomach. And, I don't, and if you don't make a choice for kingdom of heaven, you're automatically carrying the kingdom of hell. There's only two trees in the garden. You're messing around with heaven and hell, devils and angels, Jesus and Satan. You're messing around with Jezebel and Elijah, 
and you're playing games and you think you're safe in a Laodicean place in a gray area and not having a full commitment to hot or cold, that is the most dangerous place to be you could possibly be. And that's where the mass majority of Christians are right now. We need you to get hot. We need you to get kingdom. We need you to wake up from the realm of the dead. That mixture of Babylon in you that you can just get away with just a casual commitment, which is nothing less than cloaked rebellion. A casual commitment of cloaked rebellion. And we all know that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Hallelujah. I mean, you just can't overemphasize the works of Jezebel in these days because it's 600 to 1. And they're like, don't talk about the enemy. Well, that's what's wrong with you. You know, and if you, if you love someone, you'll tell them the truth and set them free by the spirit of Elijah. Elijah was mocking the religious devils. Those were religious devils, religious prophets. Jezebel is the religious spirit, the false prophetic of the flesh realm. And you sit up here in Mount Carmel, you pour caramel sauce on their brains, and you're having fun while you're doing it. I'm really enjoying myself right now. You know, this is free, and this is serious, but it's the truth. Everything in heaven is light and airy and Shekinah and Kavad and wonderful all the time and amazing. And even the most serious, strictest moments with your Heavenly Father are just like peace. You know, soon the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. It's not this anxiety and the stress and this worry that I need to do something with my soul. It's like just God doing it. It's effortless. <laughs> the battle belongs to the Lord. And how is the Lord here? By the springs and rivers of the Holy Ghost. Amen. <sighs> a lot of people, when they, they hear a message like this, they're like, what do I need to do? It's not about doing. It's about believing. <laughs> this word is a scroll today that will fill your soul with the love of the Father, and you begin to weep for the lost. And by lost, I mean religious people, because rebellious people are only half as lost as religious people. Religious people are okay by their works. And that's what cuts you off from grace so that you're twice dead. Huh. It's a mess. So what do we do? We receive fresh oil. We receive the prophetic word. We receive the scroll to fill our soul. We receive His living scrolls, His living words to fill our hearts. We receive the kingdom of heaven today to fill our bodies. Amen? I can decree it and activate it if you can believe the word. And it would just be like a heart change and a, and a circumcision of your mind so you live in a different dimension. Not the natural dimension of the curse of religion, of the flesh and the fall, but of the spirit of grace in the glory, in the tree of life, and in the anointing oil, which is the gift of salvation, Jesus Christ, feasting on His oil, feasting on His wine, feasting on His Word, which is His flesh, <laughs> drinking His love, which is His wine, the table of the new covenant. Against spiritual feasting, there is no law. That's the only way you get strong enough and filled with enough faith to even make a dent in society, to even make a dent in the situation here. 
We need overfed Christians that are so fat and electrical, like Jabba the Hutt, that they can just sit on regions and just burn them out. Amen. His chariot wheels drip with fatness, the fatness of the angel of prosperity, the fatness of God the Father's favor, like a force field around you and above you and all around. I mean, these religious spirits do anything to shut down your increase of the favor of the Lord because you grow in the favor of the Lord. You'll heal every, heal every sick people. Sickness is just a lack of favor and the presence of a, a religious spirit. Those that are intimate with Jezebel are thrown on a sickbed by their own doing, by coming into covenant with fears. That's what Revelation says. Jesus Christ, red letters, book of Revelation. I mean, we destroy ourselves by allowing evil spirits to come and suck us dry, trying to be holy and trying to be pious and trying to be Christian. And it's the trying, 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 and it's the trying that kills ourselves. Instead of trying... We're going to start drinking and believing, and it's going to become so easy and so light. What's the yoke of Jesus, the gospel? Easy and light. Why is it hard for you? Because you're yoked to Satan. And the anointing oil breaks every enslaving yoke, so it's easy so that the Lord Jesus can do the works. So you can say, like it says in the Bible, it's not me doing it. It's so easy. And they'll be like persecuting you because it's too easy. You need to look like you're struggling and having a hard time so religious people can really donate to your ministry and manipulate them by some religious demons. Look like you're struggling and hurting and have a hard time and they'll give to you like Mother Teresa millions of dollars. But if you're blessed in the favor of the Lord, you're going to have to do it the kingdom's way. Jesus Christ in the realm of the overflow, having more than enough promised land, Jurassic-sized grapes shoved on your brains and snorting and offending every religious spirit into the lake of fire. Setting the captives free from religiosity, which is nothing less than blasphemy because it's you doing those things and not the Holy Ghost at all. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> So it's time to demonstrate the Holy Ghost. You know the Holy Ghost doesn't have problems. So you can't manipulate people on the Holy Spirit. Only in witchcraft. The Holy Spirit is perfectly healthy, perfectly rich. He doesn't need anything. He created the heavens and the earth. He's almighty. He doesn't need anything for, from you. He just loves you and wants to possess you and take over your situation and circumstances and raise you from the realm of the dead just like He did Jesus Christ, firstborn from the realm of the dead. I mean, the Holy Ghost that's here, the same exact Holy Spirit, been here for 2,000 years since Pentecost. He never changes. We just finally change and tune into the right frequency of His glory, which is called grace, and get over our works, and get over our doubt and unbelief and every spirit we've come into covenant with in our heart, and break the chains, and finally let the Holy Ghost be our God. You know, it's called the Holy People. He's the Lord. <laughs> Who leads us into glory? the Spirit of Truth, who disciples us, who renews our mind, the Holy Ghost, who illuminates the Word so we're not preaching death by a dead letter, the Holy Ghost, who's our closest friend and companion and comforter, the Holy Spirit. We can't do anything without the new wine of the Holy Spirit, without the fresh oil of the Holy Spirit. You cannot overemphasize the Holy Spirit because we're godless on earth without the Holy Spirit. Jesus is only present here. The Father is only present here by His Spirit. 
the seven spirits of God. And without the seven spirits of God springing up from our bellies, we are godless pagans and false Christians following false holy spirits. It's time to come into intimacy with the seven spirits of God with your whole heart and with your whole mind, not leaning on your own understanding, not by human philosophy, (laughs) not by Gamaliel education of the natural dimension, but by the seven spirits of God, which is nothing less than Christ, your teacher. You're being taught by Christ, the apostle. Christ, the high priest, is with you 100% blazing through your hearts and blazing through your minds as the seven spirits of God. And all he wants to do is glorify you. He loves you and no one else does. The only way I can love you is burning in those seven spirits of God. That's why I'm so fervent about this. Because this, this is the only thing on God the Father's heart. He doesn't care about anything else. He just wants all people, all nations that His Son died for, back in right standing with Him, blazing in the Spirit of grace. The seven spirits of God is the Spirit of grace. The Almighty. You're raised from the dead by grace. You're delivered from demons and familiar spirits by grace. You're healed of every sickness by grace. You're delivered from poverty by grace. And all your world is completely glorified by the grace of the Lord Jesus with your spirit. The only thing you need to learn how to do is let your cup overflow (laughs) and not try to add to His blood. This is the blood of the new covenant. Drink it, all of you, whenever you remember me. Whenever you're thinking of me. Fix your eyes and your thoughts on Jesus and get your faith authored and perfected so that your whole soul is Him. So there's no mixture in you. No wine of Babylon in you. No worldly wine in you. Just the kingdom of glory wine. The best wine for last that overcomes the last curse of death. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We love you guys. Be blessed. So is seed in Red Letter Ministries. Donate at redlettermen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.